Hey guys, welcome back to the Adjusting Your Mindset podcast. My name is Ricky Poloy and I am your host once again. And today we're going to be talking about something that's a little bit towards the mindset and then also your intelligence. But the question that I have for you is how are you smart? Not how smart are you, but how are you smart? So I'm going to go ahead and talk about a gentleman that I had learned about in Jim Quick's book called Limitless. And I'm if you're not familiar with that book, highly recommend it. It's all about learning and cognition, uh, speed reading, everything you can imagine he has a little bit of information on. And then he also has his own academy. So I highly recommend looking into Jim Quick, which is K-W-I-K. Now, in the book, he talks about Dr. Howard Gardner. And if you're not familiar with Dr. Howard Gardner, which I was not either, he is a professor of cognition and education at the Harvard Graduate School of Education. And he has these eight forms of intelligence that we are that he has sent out or put out there. And it's not about how smart you are, but how are you smart? And so there's these eight forms of intelligence that we have, and we're all going to be have these distinct forms that we, we go through. But a lot of these things are going to be things that how do we learn, right? How, how, how are you smart? What are the ways that you are able to learn things or deliver things to other people or teach or again, whatever your thing is. So we're going to go through each one of these, all eight of them. Uh, number one, is spatial. So this is going to be someone like an airline pilot, someone that tends to be a thinker, uh, more of like the spatial thinker. So someone how that can see how things are going to fit into space. Um, so it's one of those things where like someone that plays chess and kind of sees the bigger picture. That is what spatial is. Um, so that's the first form of intelligence. Number two, and I'm going to probably butcher this, but it's bodily um, kinesthetic kinesthetic, excuse me, bodily kinesthetic. And that is someone that has a dominance of the form of intelligence that uses their body as a form of expression or even problem solving. So it could be like a gymnast or um, like a drummer or a power lifter, like someone like Venus Williams is the, is the person they utilize or talk about in the book. And it's just that vision and having like kind of your genius, right? And her genius was obviously on the tennis court. And and I'm sure there's other things as well, but that's one of the things that they were talking about in there. So that's number two. Number three is musical. This is a person with like a strong sensitivity, rhythm, pitch, tone, melody, etc. And musicians obviously have a dominance in like musical intelligence, but you're also going to find it like in poets, etc. And again, this is all coming from Jim Quick's book, so I don't want to plagiarize it all, but it's all about there. So he was talking about musical things such as like Mozart, um, you know, things like that. And, and just some of those people and, and even some of the people today, right? Like we all have these things um, as our form of intelligence. Um, number four is linguistic. So someone and that has a dominance with linguistic intelligence is attuned to the implications of the words, not just strictly the dictionary definition. So maybe like the smart people that, you know, street smart people. Um, writers, of course, have this trait, but so do, you know, lawyers, um, etc. And, and the, you know, one of the people that they talk about with linguistic intelligence, and again, from the book, William Shakespeare. So anyone you can think of from that perspective, someone that writes specifically, that could be it from that side of it. Number five is someone that is logical and mathematical. So this is a strength in seeing like logical relations among actions or symbols. 
mathematicians find themselves very comfortable seeing or seeking the connections between different numbers, um, things like that. Uh, someone that comes to mind for this would be like Albert Einstein. And then number six would be interpersonal. And this is part of what I believe I am. And so this is someone that has a deep um, innate ability to connect with other people and have a rich understanding of how they could be feeling at any given moment. Uh, I'm pretty good at that. And therapists tend to have a strong inter interpersonal intelligence as well. Um, coaches, um, things like that. And again, they mentioned like Oprah Winfrey in this. Uh, so that's someone that he was talking about, someone that has that ability to relate with like whoever or whomever they're speaking with. Now, intrapersonal, if you have a dominance in this, you are particularly refined in what's going on inside of you. you. You understand like there's something wrong or there's something off or you know your own body temperature, like you're in touch with your feelings, you know what triggers you. And I feel like I'm pretty intrapersonal as well. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean I can always stop when I have some negative feelings or triggers that are happening, but a lot of times I, I will work through that and know that they're going to be coming and having that good sense of how to manage that. Um, you know, it's that person that's cool under, under pressure. Um, and then number eight is naturalistic. Naturalistic is the intelligence that expresses itself in an ability to see the world, um, you know, uh, in nature, all of its complexities, you know, and you might see, um, something to the nature of like a garden flowers, you know, you see different types of tulips or whatever, like the different flowers that are out there. Uh, this one talks about zoologists tend to have a dominance in naturalistic intelligence, um, things like that. So you know, landscape, landscape architects, uh, just those type of people that have that natural side of things outside of the complexities of the world and what they do. And so one of the questions that he asked in the book is like, do you see yourself in one of these descriptions? And of course, yeah, right. I just mentioned that in interpersonal, intrapersonal, and then there's some other things as well. I don't think we're just one or the other or one of the eight. I think we're a mixture of all of these, but it's really good to be able to understand and learn what you are and how you may see the world. And going through that process so you could be dominant in like one or two there may be a other a few others that you enjoy like for me music is huge i love music um you know being adhd and having the the dopamine release from music and things like that is is really great for me so there's a lot of things from that perspective and just the forms of intelligence that you have to help you operate within the world and again one of those might come into play when you're facing your particular issues or problems or tasks and awareness of these eight will help you to understand who you are and unlimit some of the thinking that you're doing and, and being able to, you know, that's the whole part of this book is being limitless, unlimiting the things that are holding you back. So again, this is from Dr. Howard Gardner. I'm just going to run through the eight real fast if you want to write these down. Um, so number one is spatial. Again, this is going to be someone like Monet, so like airline pilots. Bodily kinesthetic is going to be, which is K-I-N-E-S-T-H-E-T-I-C. So bodily kinesthetic, that's someone that uses their body for dominance in their intelligence. Could be gymnasts, you know, bodybuilders, things like that. Um, number three is musical, person with strong sensitivity to rhythm, you know, etc. Um, they have that intelligence from that perspective. And again, Mozart was the one they recommended there or had talked about. Linguistic, someone that has a dominance in things that are like they're attuned to the implications of words and not just the strict 
dictionary definitions. So understanding that. And again, this is a lot of writers per se. Um, logical mathematical is number five. This is a strength in seeing the logical relations among actions or symbols. Again, mathematicians, Einstein is what comes to what they had mentioned and what comes to mind here. And then number six is interpersonal. Again, someone that has that deep ability to connect with other people and how they may feel at any given moment. Uh, just that ability to connect and to relate. Intrapersonal, which is number seven, is going to be where you have a sense of what's going on inside of you so you can be able to present the best person and have a good sense of what you're needing to do to manage any sort of you know, negativity that you have in your body and trying to put that positivity out there. And then number eight, again, is naturalistic. This is the type of intelligence that you express within the world with all its complexi uh, complexities. So like you see something and you are able to notice all the different little things. And that could be in many different areas. It could be, again, they were talking about zoologists, uh, landscape architects, probably, um, you know, they mentioned J Jane Goodall as the person here for like a naturalistic person. So those are things that I recommend you have a look at and just kind of get a sense of what and who you are because it will help you to be able to present yourself in a different way when you're talking to people or if you're feeling in a negative state being able to get into a little bit better idea of you know why am i acting like this or even getting you into your best form of intelligence like what makes you feel the best and if you are a spatial person for example right like being out and about and seeing you know the perspective from many others around them and the areas and that kind of thing, like that could be a good way for you to get out of a negative mindset. And I always try to bring these things back to mindset, right? So again, this is How Are You Smart by Dr. Howard Gardner. And he, again, he's the professor. He is a professor of cognition and education at Harvard Graduate School. And again, they, there's a bunch of different things out there if you want to look up uh, on YouTube or any of those things about this to get a little bit better sense. And my big belief is that the more that you can understand about who you are and the things that you do and being able to have non-negotiable habits, these are things that you can understand about yourself to put you into that positive mindset. And again, if you do get yourself into a negative mindset, it can help you to understand how do I get out of this? Like, I know I'm this, right? I know I'm in interpersonal. So I want to go ahead and get out there and talk to people and specifically me, right? When I get home, sometimes if I've been working all day and there's some things I need to talk to my wife about. She is a great sounding board for me and I know sometimes I talk too much, but that's what I do. And so if you feel like there's something on here that, you know, resonates with you, let me know. I, you know, again, I'm going to kind of put this episode out there, talk a little bit about what that looks like. Um, and again, we here, you know, again, Rhea Recruiting is my uh, recruiting agency that I have. I also have uh, a mindset and career coaching business as well. So if you guys have any sort of needs from that perspective and you want to learn a little bit more about yourself and, you know, figuring out how to, you know, create those non-negotiable habits and even learn some of these things, like, let me know, reach back out to me. I'm on all social media platforms, Ricky Paloy. It's R-I-C-K-Y-P-A-L-O-Y. And I'm happy to go ahead and connect with you guys. So thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with me today. This is the Adjusting Your Mindset podcast. And again, I am Ricky Paloy. Thank you guys so much and have a fantastic rest of your day.